That's not what yeah, I that is. Yeah, uh, that is a very problematic group. 2022, yeah. that would not exist. That would not fly today. <laughs> well, it's very multicultural at the very least. <laughs> In the I sense, guess. it's like duo cultural. Uh... It's, no one ever talks about the fact that there was two black guys in the village, yeah. people. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. No one really ever talks about the village people. Uh, I gotta be honest. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm down with the uh, I'm down with the electrician. I think, I think he's my favorite. He is looks he the only one there that's safe. He looks he looks feisty. Is he the only one there that's safe? <laughs> I don't I don't think. Well, he's well like... I don't think you, I don't think you can cancel the motorcycle guy. Yeah. Also, like, is he like? Did Ben Stiller use him as inspiration for his character in Dodgeball <laughs> for his whole life? <laughs> No way. We're back and better than ever. Welcome back to the Full Court Press podcast. The Fultz Court Press. The terrible name, and I'm glad they're dead. Still a better name than the Thunder. My name's Luther. Come on, man. Just shoot me. How could there be more? I don't understand. Dear God. Joined today here by Bald. Fuck you guys. He's asked. This will come back to bite him in the ass. Sandy. I heard he had sex with a I couple thousand folks. Yeah, I got a load of hands. And Duke. Donkey Basket. This is objectively a great idea. Finger yeah. whack. I prefer not. <laughs> the only podcast made by fools for fools or should i shoot myself no no, no. figuratively everything yeah. will be fine welcome back to the full court press podcast the only nba podcast made by fools for fools i'm your host lufo i'm joined today by baldy sandy and not duke everybody say hi hello apparently for once we're not better than ever hell yeah we're just, mm. we're just like duke's Worse not here we Duke's not here, so we're just trying to, you know, maintain, maintain our uh, our pace, our general uh, generalities. Um, and the way we're going to do that is by starting off with the same uh, topics uh, we start off every week with: our topics to Jante, our topics to Jour, our topics to topics to. I did it last week, Baldy. Uh. Our topics to. Uh, yeah. Yep, All right. <laughs> Our topics, duh. <laughs> Our topics to uh, start off with uh, be, uh, the new uh, the summer uh, storyline, best shape of your life. This time, the Joel Embiid edition. Uh, Bobby Portis. It's hard uh, when asked uh, answering uh, answering a question regarding how hard it is to adjust to the FIBA rules since he's going to be playing on the World Cup team. Uh, the Knicks front office. Uh, Knicks front office is a top five in the league. Uh, Josh Hart also signed a deal with the Knicks front office, hence that conversation. Should the uh, Raptors trade Siakam? Uh, congrats to uh, uh, to the league's uh, uh, league's favorite fail son, Nick Olis Kerr. Uh, Nailed it. Co- uh, Kobe statue plans. Uh, the Edwards fine. And uh, the Hall of Fame uh, updates with uh, people, uh, players uh, getting accepted into the Hall of Fame, and then the new eligibility, uh, what we think of uh, each of their cases. So, uh, Sandy, 
Why don't you start us off? Pick a pick a topic. I will pick a topic. And considering that August has been Simmons Appreciation Month, we should start with his former teammate, Joel Embiid. Yeah, best shape of his life. And great news on Joel Embiid's front. Uh, it looks like the 76ers aren't going to be trading uh, James Harden, so uh, we expect it to be smooth sailing for the 76ers this season. Uh, as a disgruntled James Harden returns to the, uh, will be returning to Philadelphia, and we're all certain that will go off without a hitch. Joel Embiid, best shape is his life. Normally, this topic comes uh, comes on the heels of somebody doing something embarrassing or disappointing. Is there anything embarrassing or disappointing about Joel Embiid's last season where he won MVP, Sandy? No, no, I, I can't recall anything at all. Certainly, nothing that happened after the MVP trophy had already been presented. Certainly, not an underwhelming performance after the regular season came to a close. I think he was stellar all the way through. He crossed that finish line and he won an NBA chip. No way, no, he didn't. He was <laughs> ass in the playoffs. <laughs> Baldy, I have a serious question for you right now. Which That's is a dangerous the, game? Which is the best shape? Uh, I'm gonna go with triangle. It's very triangle? aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, I mean, it's also like it's like the strong, uh, strongest one, right? Like it's uh, you build things into triangles, even yeah. weight distributions and sure. stuff. But pyramid, you don't think? No, well, mm. no, that's just like a three D triangle, and that's yeah, not mm. quite. Uh, it's trying too hard. I think the Sixers <laughs> are going to need some more triangles if it's good for weight distribution. Considering Harden's going to be donning the fat suit, <laughs> weight distribution is going to be very important, which is why you have to go with an equilateral triangle. I, I mean, prefer a that's, rhombus. That's the obvious choice. That's not a triangle. <laughs> I am a fan of the dodecahedron. <laughs> that's a fun one to say. <laughs> you're, you're embarrassed about not knowing how to use Wikipedia last week, so now you're showing off for everybody. Uh, thank you, Phantom <laughs> Tolbo. Baldy, what topic would you like to start off with? Uh, Kobe's glorious statue. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, so Sandy, you shared this one in the in the uh, the pregame conversation. So, why don't you uh, go ahead and describe uh, what the statue is and uh, share your thoughts? Well, you kind of put me on the spot here. Let me pull up what I posted. <laughs> While he's doing that, it's uh, Kobe's going to be getting a, a statue made for in front of the Lakers uh, stadium, which you know is always part of the plan. They did it. They did it for Shaq. They had to it had to do it for Kobe. Um, and, uh, they're going to be integrating, uh, uh, Kobe's daughter who passed away with him in the, the helicopter crash as well within the statue, um, as a way of honoring both of them. Uh, so Sandy, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I can't find it. Y'all fuckers talk too much in that channel. So, um, I think it's, I think it's a worthwhile honor. I think it's it's obvious that he was going to get a statue. I think the monitoring Gigi is is a touching thing for them to decide to do as well. Um, I think it's a cool decision, honestly. You know, yeah. I, I think it's it's just a really nice gesture. Sometimes these things can come across as being kind of forced, but I feel like it is not in this particular case. I do I I do definitely agree with you. I think uh, so. Does it change anyone's opinions that there's already a statue with? Kobe and Gigi uh, at the crash site? No, I don't think so. No, because okay. the crash site is, is 
kind of and that's kind of insulting to everybody else who died though at the crash site isn't it yeah it's just kobe and like a lakers jersey like and john is there like holding a basketball and stuff and just like yeah so like, just those two i feel like the, the the crash site you you go there and you remember and you're sad but you go to staples center and you're gonna go there and you're gonna be happy so you see kobe there and you're gonna be smiling <laughs> I guess. Um, <laughs> I think that I think uh, like people are probably just gonna be sad when they think about him and his and his daughter who passed away tragically. Um, they're gonna as be a teenager. About, they're, they're they're gonna be thinking about good moments. They're not gonna be thinking about. I don't the, know if anyone situation. I don't know if occurred. anybody really wants. Like I don't know if any. I don't know if the goal of the Lakers is for people to feel really happy about seeing Kobe with his. They want to honor the man's away. memory. They want to honor the good memories, not the bad one. Like, come on. <laughs> did, 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 look, look. If they build a statue of LeBron James outside of Quicken Loans, do you think they're gonna? People are gonna look at that saying, "They look at that." I remember when he choked against the Celtics in two thousand nine and left for Miami. <laughs> I, I remember when we burnt memory. his jersey. It's to remember the good things. It's not to remember the bad ones. <laughs> well, uh, Sandy, what do you want to talk about next? Which topic, Dejounte? Uh, honestly, um, let's talk about the Knicks front office because you made a point that they may be a top flight front office, and I never really even considered it. They, they, they had their success last year. They don't even have a max contract on the roster, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, they just, uh, they've locked up, uh, they locked up Josh Hart. They signed, uh, they signed um, Dante DiVincenzo during the offseason um, to a, a pretty large deal. Arguably, it may have been a bit of an overpayment, but let me just, uh, let me pull up their Spo track real quick here. Uh, you're 100% correct. They, uh, they had a team that finished uh in fifth place in the east last season they've arguably gotten better they don't have a max contract on their uh, on their books and basically their entire core is wrapped, uh, locked up for the next uh, uh next four years so their highest paid player going into the next season is julius randall at 28 million a season when the max contract is just under 50 that's pretty astounding to be honest with you yeah, and they like, built a successful team that competes, and they won a round last year. They they didn't go out in the first; they actually made it to the second. They they did that without a max level guy. Yeah, and then like Josh Hart, when they when they added Josh Hart to their roster, they immediately uh, they immediately their entire roster kind of coalesced and made and made a lot of sense. He's only going to be making about twelve percent of the cap all the way th- uh, all the way through his new four year deal that he signed. Uh, which uh, starts off at 18 million and ends off in year four at 22.5 million a season. So that makes me wonder how much cap space do the Knicks currently have? If they wanted to go out and go add another, maybe not a max level guy, but a near max level guy, would they be able to squeeze another one in there? No, so right now they are like so right now they are over the the cap, but they're under they're five uh, they're five million dollars under the luxury tax. Luxury. Okay. Uh, which is good. So they they can still tr- they they still have all because they're not like 
like hard capped or like luxury tax or anything like that. They still have the ability to package some of these deals together, which I mean, that's where the value of having Dante DiVincenzo making tw- uh, 11 million and Josh Hart making 22, they become very tradable contracts and easy to put, put together when you're trying to build a deal for a max uh, player. DiVincenzo is um, an underrated guy just in general in terms of his play. He, he will help that team. Yeah, the, no matter how many minutes he gets, he'll help. The other aspect of the uh, the Knicks offseason from last year is that they basically made four, five. I think it's four first round draft picks appear out of nothing. Just adding like by dropping salary cap and adding salary cap and doing a bunch of uh, maneuvers on draft day, they added four first round picks. So. They have they have draft assets to go after a big player. They have the contracts to bundle together to go after a big player, um, and they also have their actual core of their team locked up long term. So they'll be a very stable franchise. And like I said in the chat, I'm like, this is this is what everybody pretended when the Lakers had that really good trade deadline last offseason. Everyone started acting like the Lakers uh, front office is geniuses, when in fact the Lakers front office just unpainted themselves out of a corner that they had painted themselves into right like there's nothing uh, there's nothing spectacular about being able to sew the arm back on uh, onto yourself that you cut off um intentionally so like you know that's what they call uh, making chicken salad out of chicken shit down here but but it's like but like that's like that's like making that's like making chicken salad out of your own human shit that you put into your hand the, like, that's like, disgusting. That's the fuck disgusting. kind of chicken salad are y'all eating? Like, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever eat it again after this. But like, the Knicks front office is very competent, and after what has been 25, 30 years of incompetence, it's rather surprising. Um, and uh, yeah, like when it comes to like top five in the league, I'm not sure if it's top five. I, I have to sit down and actually play it out. But they are definitely in the upper echelon in the league when it comes to uh, competency. At least it appears that way, which is very unusual. I don't like like this feeling it's giving me. You're always going to be walking on a wire when you've got James Dolan as your owner, though. Any any second, he could just fucking ruin everything. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, he's, he's always like, he's always five seconds away from blowing the whole thing up, but that said, I still feel uh, pretty uh, pretty good about where the the direction that the Knicks are in. I feel like they have a direction. Um, I like some of the young players. I like their player development. I actually enjoy how their coach is managing the team, which is interesting um, because it's a coach I historically have not enjoyed watching uh, coach a team. Um, but you know, Kibbs. they're a team to watch moving forward. That's for sure. Not only and not only uh, talent wise, it's on the court, but a team to watch when it comes to. Uh, future disgruntled superstars, particularly one that's going to be playing with a player that he uh, uh, that does not want to be playing with him. So, want to shed some light on that? Well, Joel Embiid and James Harden that situation. You know, there's a you know Joel Embiid's uh, rounding into uh, three years left on his contract, and uh, James Harden's just rounding into the beer belly. Round is the word. Round is the word for James Harden. Sandy, what do you want to talk about next? I picked that topic. Let's oh, just go, right, Baldy. Uh, How about what's this Bobby Portis thing about? 
Ah, uh, BP. Bobby Portis. Yeah, no, he's uh he's been yeah he's now uh the backup uh center for the uh, U.S. men's uh, men's national team when they go to the World Cup, and he was asked. You know, FIBA, they have different rules, particularly, like, there's no defense of three seconds, you're allowed to grab the ball off the rim, um, it's not considered goaltending, um, so different rules like that, it's a lot more a physical a game, they don't, uh, they don't call, uh, call, uh, hand-checking penalties on the, uh, uh, on the, uh, three-point line, for instance, um, so he was asked, uh, is it hard for him to adjust to these new FIBA rules, and he said, hard is not for me, man. Hard is for single moms with four kids. This is what I do. Single mom struggling to provide for her kids. That's hard. Baldy, cool. what do you what are your thoughts? It's kind of like the easiest take out there. Like, I don't know. No, he's like, pay the single moms. Yeah, he, pay the moms, teachers, <laughs> the whales. Yeah, I, was gonna, I guess. I was gonna say, like, you know, he's hundred percent right. It, the, oh, the FIBA what is rules... a whale gonna do with a paycheck? <laughs> <laughs> the FIBA uh, the FIBA rules aren't hard. What is hard is taking care of twenty strangers' children and trying to guide the minds uh, uh, minds uh, uh, of a generation while having to pay out of pocket for school supplies yeah. on a measly paycheck. Pay the teachers. Pay, pay the, the teachers. Teachers. <laughs> Or multiple teachers. I ideally pay like the entirety of the school board, uh, p- properly compensate them to take care of children, because that's hard. I just want to know like what happened in like Bobby Force's day, like that day, to like make him think of that. I'm just like it's so unusual. It's so right, unnecessary. Like... Like Can unless I, uh... of course unless of course he was like out there like you know like out there like at a charity that he's done for single moms or something like that, and somebody asked him about the FIBA rules arbitrarily or something like that. <laughs> Take this discussion in another direction here. How miraculous is it that Bobby Fortis has done this 180 on his career? I, I remember the incident with him in Miritich where he they, they're brawling their teammates in a practice, and like never in my life did I think he'd be selected for like FIBA. Yeah, no, he's he's a uh, he's playing for Team USA, and uh, Miritich is playing in Europe. <laughs> I think After... that's my choice, though. Like, he chose to retire, didn't he? He'd still have an NBA gig because he was pretty good. Yeah, he was good. And uh, he he cited the Bobby Portis incident as the reason why he didn't want to be in the United States anymore. Um, that's sad. So, it is I mean, what it is, though. Life yeah, goes on, man. It sucks, but it is what it is. You're 100% right. Sandy, you pick a topic. I would like Feed to the talk whales. about... Just don't give them a paycheck because they, they, they can't do anything with that. That's silly. Let's talk about Nick Alas Kerr. Yeah, uh, Nicholas Kerr is uh, going to be promoted to the G League and uh, uh, G League uh, uh, coach for the Golden State Warriors, um, commonly referred to as Nick. Nepotism um, at his finest. Yeah. Bald, do you want to say uh, Nick's name? Nick who? <laughs> oh, oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Good deflection. <laughs> I'm sure it was intentional. <laughs> oh, of course it was. He's yeah. a comedic genius. Nailed involved, it. man. I move moving forward. We we refer to all uh, uh all future fail sons as uh, Nicholas Kerr. <laughs> Does yeah. anybody second? Don't that? call him Nick. <laughs> Did Baldy just get it? <laughs> yep. I'm right there with you now. 
<laughs> I'm looking up something different that I'll bring up in a minute. It'll okay, make more sense. Oh. All right, bring it up. Oh, so this goes back to the whale talk. Uh, Jim Ursay, the owner of the Indianapolis Colts, is apparently like flying a whale, an orca, which isn't a whale, sorry, a sea mammal, Lo- whatever the fuck. Lolita? Lolita. are mammals. Yeah, yeah, but they're not whales. Whales, whales are people well, too, man. Orcas aren't whales. Orcas aren't they are killer whales? I don't fucking know, man. Look, man, just... What, what is yeah, Ursay doing? He's flying a, an orca across the country to like let it free or some shit. To let it free. Yeah. He's also like he saw it, Jonathan it, Taylor free? He, he saw Free Willy and he thought to himself, that's me. That's isn't me. He, uh, hasn't he a few times freed his Willy in inopportune times? I knew I knew he had DUI and yeah. DUI done like some pain pills or something. Like I thought that it was over. just drugs things, but <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm thinking of uh, I'm thinking I of another be surprised. NFL owner. I might <laughs> yeah. be thinking of Kraft. Yeah, I think you're thinking of Kraft. Kraft, he didn't. Yeah. He, he freed his will. Like, he didn't do it in, in like public. Uh, it was in the privacy of uh, of a massage, massage parlor, parlor but yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that was being filmed. That's so not very private. Yeah, he's spending twenty million dollars on this. Oh yeah, Ursay's the dude who does like hard drugs. Yeah, that guy. But like, can we all just agree that that was like the one time the U.S. courts worked in society's favor in blocking the release of the video of Robert Kraft getting a uh, oh, getting don't act uh, like you hand jobs? It. I would. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> I saying I wouldn't you. have watched it. I would just say that it would have made my life objectively worse. <laughs> I will. I will tell you. I, I'm going on record here. I saw. The Hulk Hogan video. Oh, okay. <laughs> the All Hulk right. Hogan video where uh, he's on trial, and I'm sure you know the trial. If you've, you've, you've been on Netflix, you've seen the Gawker thing. Yep. Where, where he, testifies, he testifies in court. <laughs> Terry Bollea does not have a 24-inch penis, but Hulk Hogan does. It's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> So because in his summation, is... in summation, thank you, the United States judicial system, for not making us watch the uh, Robert Kraft video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And in summation as well, free the whales. <laughs> Just don't pay them. They, they can't do anything with that money. Well, I don't know what he was suggesting. They can pay they... for plane tickets across the country to be they, free. They, 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 the whale can't pay. <laughs> the orca can. And, congr- the orca and congratulations. And congratulations to Nicholas Kerr. Ah, little Nicky. <laughs> Nick who? <laughs> All right. Uh, so why don't we talk Hall of Fame? You guys want to talk Hall of Fame? Yeah. Sure. I've been looking forward to the discussion because I know there's going to be a lot of, well, I don't think this guy gets in. And then Duke's not here, so we can't even have that. Well, so... Uh, so... Did you guys see the uh, speeches last night for Dwayne Wade, Dirk, uh, Tony Parker, Pow? I saw the pop, pop stuff. Um, I Becky. saw Becky talking about him, and I, I saw a little bit of some of the other ones, but I, I didn't watch the whole ceremony. Now, I my favorite part of the whole thing. I, I watched I watched like hours and hours of video this morning of all of the speeches and everything like that. There was an interview that Dwayne Wade was doing on camera, and. Chris Bosch just arbitrarily walks in and did his uh his uh standard uh photo bombing interview thing that he uh, that he became famous for uh, during his uh 
during his uh, time with the Heatles. And he was, like, polishing off Dwayne Wade's jacket and everything like that. So it was a nice homage uh, on that day. But, yeah, no. Uh, So it's uh, congratulations to the uh, Hall of Fame class. Uh, The new players eligible for the Hall of Fame. Sandy. Do you think in in this next Hall of Fame class we're going to see Vince Carter get a jacket? I think he's first ballot, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. I think um, maybe not in terms of like his on-court accomplishments, but his longevity, the overall stats he's accumulated due to that longevity, and just the sheer moments that he had and he's made. Like, dunk <laughs> contest, you know that it's over. Like that—that's yeah. that, a moment that will stand the test of time. People are going to be talking about that dunk contest 30, 40 years from now. Still, I gotta be honest like, with you. You go, you you watch you watch FIBA basketball right now and like the World Cup and Team Canada is like you know arguably the best or the second best player in the tournament. There, uh, Team Canada has what some people are pegging as the favorite to win the uh, win the World Cup and stuff like that. And when you interview each and every one of those players. 90% of them tell you that the reason why they fell in love with basketball was because of that dunk competition with Vince Carter. Uh, Vince Carter Dance is the test of time. Vince Carter not only uh, Vince Carter is not just statistics. Um he he is the reason why the game of basketball is so popular in Canada. Um and even ha- even makes an impact when it comes to uh comes to our other other national sport hockey. Like you know like the only reason why <laughs> basketball has any form of paper space um on the on the news in uh in any of our website in news websites any of our highlight reels or any of our shows is because of insanity so when it comes to the growth of the game I, there's very few players outside of the big uh, the big like three like your your lebron james your kobe your michael jordan uh that didn't impact the growth of the game more i think on an international level that pe- people love to talk about the nba hall of fame it's the basketball hall of fame because it's so quote unquote easy to get into but honestly it's one of the things i love the most about it is that it gives you room Mm. for like letting people in due to moments and things of that nature as opposed to just winning and how many rings you have and it's, it's not all about the stats it's not all about the numbers like 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 people can get in purely based on like the impact that they've had right like yeah. and i i i love that so carter he earned it with his play on the court let's not dispute yeah. that because he certainly did 20 years was it 20 or 21 i think it was 22 wasn't it 22 I... 22 years of, of of busting his ass he he was one of those guys who didn't really have very many health issues either if i'm recalling. Oh, he had a lot of sure. health issues like he... oh yeah, he he had a bunch of knee problems. He he stopped dunking really after his New Jersey seasons, like his thirty uh, his year thirty uh, he season. Had a more grounded game. He changed like his Grant game Hill almost did. completely. Yeah, so twenty one seasons uh, in the league. But, sorry, but he stayed around for a very long time. Yeah, so no. so he still has a lot of miles on that body. When he, it comes, so he uh, sorry when ahead. it comes to when it comes to Vince Carter, Vince Carter is known for his dunks, but like he had one of the most versatile offensive games in the league. Like he, he was a dynamite three point shooter in, in a I time when three point sh- when uh, he was a dynamite three point shooter, when three point shooting wasn't, uh, wasn't like a big, a big deal. Like, I mean, when I'm looking here in his second year in the league, he was a 40% three point shooter. 
he was known for he was known for his high flying dunks. He was known for uh, game changing dunks. He was known for his dunk competition. But he finished his career with a thirty seven percent three point shooting average, uh, yeah. effective an effective field goal percentage, uh, just under fifty percent. Um, you know, he average he averaged uh, like at the end of it, like if you take out the last like eight years of his career where he was basically a bench player. He was averaging 20 points a season, every season. Like, you know, he's a, you know, multiple hall of uh, multiple all-star. How many all-stars did he have? Uh, eight time all-star two time, all NBA rookie of the year, all rookie team dunk, uh, dunk contest champion. You know, he's also, he also was, uh, the introduction to, uh, the Vince, uh, the, the Lynn sanity nickname. He was Vince sanity air Canada. Mm-hmm. Half man, half amazing, flying man, sunshine, Vince Carter, Hall of Famer. Book 100%. It. Yeah. Um, One of my favorite players to watch in the Suns was Vince. So, One new, of, sorry. It. Yeah, I know he was, he was awesome. Like, like, even like his Atlanta Hawks years, like at the end of his career, at he the was. The very just, end, yeah. Like, he, he still found ways to impact the game, even though he was playing like eight to 10 minutes a game. It was ridiculous. Um, So. Looking at uh, uh, looking at other first time uh, first time eligible players here, uh, Jamal Crawford. I think Jamal Crawford gets in. I don't think he gets in year one. I could see him getting in in a few seasons. Interesting. I, I just don't know. Like does the Sixth Man of the Year award really mean much? You know, like when it comes to the Hall of Fame, like like I get Manu Ginobili made it, but he made it with a couple All NBAs as well. He had a bunch of championships. Jamal Crawford, you know, you know, he's had some really legendary games. So maybe, uh, maybe that uh, makes it at some point in time. I just don't know if his career, uh, his career is as impact uh, had the necessary impact to justify it. Kyle Korver. I don't think Korver makes it. No, I mean, obviously, he was one of the he was one of the defining three point uh, legends prior to Steph Curry. He was arguably the best three point shooter in the, the league had ever seen. Right. Uh, he had one All Star, um, with a uh, with the Atlanta Hawks, but yeah, he's you know he was like a fourth or fifth option on uh, on every offense that he played on. It'd be really hard to justify him getting in there. This is an he interesting really one. A get your own shot kind of guy. Yeah. Well, he was he, he wasn't even get your own shot kind of guy. He it was he was no. passed it to me. I'm uh, I'm I'm passed even if I'm, I'm open. even if I'm not open, I'm open. Um, Joakim Noah. If he gets in, I think a lot of it's going to have to do with his accomplishments in college. Yeah, that's my thought process as well. Obviously, you know he uh, he has, uh, I believe, a defensive player of the year in the NBA. He I may did. be wrong. He was that. was he runner up for third place in MVP as yeah. a, as a guy who wasn't even like 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 an offensive guy, like just a dominant center and playmaker. Yeah. So he was a uh, he was All NBA once. He was a two time All Star, three time All Defense. And uh, and then the you know, one-time defensive player of the year, um, so it's not like he was Ben uh, Ben Wallace by any stretch of the imagination. But yeah, he was the he was a centerpiece of two of the most dominant uh, college basketball seasons that we'd ever seen with with his time in Florida uh, with Al Horford. Go Gators! Um, That's my team. Him, Corey Brewer, Al Horford. Yeah, uh, they won back to back. And I, I will tell you right now, I think Horford gets that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think Horford I, gets I, him. I think Joe Kim is is a Noah little had tougher such a, to say. Uh, 
had such an abbreviated career, right? He like he ran into some serious injury problems part uh, part way through. Like really, uh, after two thousand fifteen, like really his his time in the league was technically really from two thousand seven to two thousand fourteen. So like a seven year period. The rest of it, he was basically injured the entire time, right? So he's not the kind of player that we'd really see today. I I don't think that he'd get very much run. I just even with his skill set that he had, I think that teams think, would play him off the floor. I think he inevitably would learn how to shoot a little bit better and stuff like that if that was something that would have like his livelihood depended on. But yeah, no, I mean his uh his game was definitely uh was kind of like the last breath of uh the the defensive stalwart center. Right. right? I guess maybe I I guess maybe uh maybe Gobert is the last breath of that, but Oh, Gobert's the end of the line. Patient zero. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I think for me, yes, the Joachim Noah. I'm not sure if he'll be first ballot, uh, but I think he's. Uh, I think he'll end up in the in the Hall of Fame at some point in time. I, I like Crawford's chances better. I, I just, I, I guess, yeah, I guess it really just depends. I don't know if, like, I think that the, I, I think the mixture of in season, like, uh, NBA uh, success he had with the all defensive player and the all NBA stuff, um, mixed with his time as a uh, college, yeah, as, as a as a Gator, I think that would probably be uh, enough for me to put him over. I just don't see where where Crawford, what story Crawford I feel like tells. It's... I think it's synonymous when you think of the best ball handlers of all time. Jamal Crawford's name comes up. Yeah, I mean he's Jay Crossover, but I don't know. Uh, I don't see, like. I, I just I just don't have any iconic moments for uh, Crawford. I, like I, I, I think there's like some I've iconic few, games, but... but like that that fifty pointer he did when he went to Phoenix for for like the last like half of a season. That was a pretty cool one. I think that was like really his his last. He never played another season after that. His last season in the league. He goes out and he has a 50 point game. He was was always a bucket, but he was also like, he never really, how many playoff games did he even play? Like, I mean, his impact on the league. Hawks once or twice. His impact on the league is very, very limited. I think in that sense, but uh, uh, like, obviously, I've been wrong before. I just don't know if I, I'd be wrong this time. Uh, I get it. I get it. I'm kind of like that with Noah. And I'm a Florida fan. I'm, I'm like that with Noah. I just think if he gets in, it's due to the college stuff. Yeah, I, I think the mixture of the two. Um, I just don't – like he just definitely doesn't have the longevity that a Crawford has for sure. Now the next guy. This one's interesting. Taylor. This one's interesting. I've been going back and forth on this. Obviously – when you look at his like raw scoring numbers here, like eight points, eight points a game for his career average. Uh, you know, he had nine rebounds a game for a career average. You know, he's a, he seems limited in that sense, but defensive player of the year in 2011, 2012, all NBA, 2011, 2012, a one-time all-star NBA champ in 2011 with the Dallas Mavericks, three-time all defense, he uh, he definitely was a he, he's a player that you always knew when he was on the floor. He always made an impact. And uh in you know I I just I I just always remember him being such a bastard on the offensive boards. Right? Like it's like every time a mishappened, he just gobble uh, gobbled it right up. And uh you know, I 
I feel like he's probably like a Ben Wallace legacy entry. He's definitely not going to be a first ballot, but I think he'll get in eventually. I do think he gets in. I think so. I think he, um, I don't think he gets enough credit for that Dallas championship either, by the way. Obviously, you have the Dirk Nowitzki run. It's well, an Dirk- all-time great playoff run. I think he deserves the last year of the credit. That team changed when they got Tyson Chandler. They got a defensive edge to them. Jason Kidd, Sean Marion, and Chandler mm-hmm. in the paint. That that gave them the toughness that they kind of needed to run through. Well, the when West, the Mavs and then play the Heat, when the Mavs decided not to re-sign Tyson Chandler, I remember Dirk I very. I remember Dirk being very upset about that publicly, which was unusual was for him. Shocked. He didn't. He didn't make a lot of. He didn't at that period of time try to create pressure in the media, but he definitely did at that period of time because they were trying to go after DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> Which, I mean, if you're trying to evaluate, I guess at that period of time, DeAndre Jordan was the best rebounder in the game. But, you know, it was definitely a different NBA, that's for sure. I feel like when you've got a team of vets, you want to stick with what you got. And yeah. you need to be loyal to the guy who got you there. And, I mean, they, they didn't win again after that. And they kind of fell apart. And Yep. Yeah, it is what it they is. But... They haven't really been the same ever since, to be honest. Like so. Nah. Uh, JG Brea. I don't think he has a chance in hell. Yeah, it, like I'm not I'm sure, sure what he's it, up for even discussion. If we're being honest here, I imagine there's probably some kind of like he's part of the Spanish national team, right? Or Puerto Puerto Rico? Okay, no, he's not, I'm even not like, sure. He probably doesn't Maybe even he have like national crazy internationally. He doesn't even really seem to have international accolades if he's for Puerto Rico. But anyways, NBA champ in 2011. He obviously shut down LeBron James. <laughs> um, didn't so, want to post up JJ Brea a moment that'll never be when you, forgotten. When, you, <laughs> when you're thinking back about like moments that always stick in your head, like JJ Brea definitely has, I think, a much more iconic moment than pretty much anybody other than Vince Carter on this list. <laughs> I can tell you for certain that that's forever etched in the annals of history. <laughs> You love anal, man. You you mention it almost every episode. All right. Wow. That that that's the joke. It's the annals of history as opposed to the annals. I didn't get the joke, but thank you so much yeah. for explaining now, it to me. Now you get the joke. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I get it now. Yeah. It's been like a month and I haven't gotten it yet. <laughs> just yeah. Every fucking yeah. episode, just anal this, anal that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, Baldy, what do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about uh, Siakam uh, getting traded? Uh, do you want to talk about... Uh, Dwayne Is there anything Wade. left? Firing Dwayne, back. Dwayne yeah, Wade or Edwards, or Edwards uh, fined for throwing a freaking chair. Uh, well, that one's compelling. But, I kind yeah, I do kind of want to know what Dwayne Wade's firing about. So, so obviously... Obviously... Um, we covered Paul Pierce talking about how Dwayne Wade was uh, blessed to have um, Shaq, uh, Shaq to play with. He was blessed to have LeBron. He was blessed to have uh, um, uh, Chris Bosh. And uh, Paul if was blessed he, to have a girlfriend at the night. And if, if Paul George had, uh, or Paul George, Paul Pierce had uh, any of the talent that he had, uh, Dwayne Wade had had, that he would have won way more championships, and he was a better player than Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade then uh, went on to the Dan Lebetard show and responded that, you know, with rent being so high in the United States, it's great that he can live rent-free in Paul Pierce's head. 
So that's such a long way to go for that joke. It's not even that good. <laughs> I mean, is he going to sublease it? I mean, that's where you're going to get the get yeah. to see the real uh, real profit from that for sure. I don't understand why, of all people, Paul Pierce decided he wanted to go after Dwayne Wade anyway. He's just bitter because those Heat teams derailed the big three Celtics. That's all. I think I think Paul Pierce clearly sees uh, sees like people talking about like the greatest shooting guards of all time, and it's like Kobe, Dwayne Wade, James He's Harden. He's not even a shooting guard. He played the three. He was more of a forward. I don't know. He's just picked Dwayne Wade as that. That's the legacy that he. Like, that's his legacy play. He's gonna rewrite his legacy as being better than Dwayne Wade. If if he wants to rewrite his legacy, it's gonna be as a three. If he wants to rewrite and, uh, his legacy. I'm sorry, but it's spoken for. I think he has successfully re- rewritten his legacy, and his legacy now for me is a perpetual lush. To the point where when Paul uh, Paul Pierce makes cogent points. When he's uh when he's talking on podcasts and stuff, I'm like, wow, that was a surprisingly sober moment for Paul Pierce. Emphasis on the sober. How much do you think he drinks in a day? I I don't know, but his eyes are a particular shade of yellow that makes me concerned that there's been long term damage. Like a Michael Jordan yellow. What's yeah. the last reported case of scurvy? <laughs> oh, I mean, there's plenty of fruits being made of that uh, that rum is made of all fruits he's good on the vitamin c uh (laughs) don't worry about that it's more the uh, the cirrhosis that i'm concerned with man i i I brought it up the last time we talked about paul i'm gonna do it again the best thing draymond ever did go after paul pierce you thought you were kobe people (laughs) don't love you like kobe so, uh, uh, so Anthony Edwards was fined fifty thousand dollars for ending his season last year by throwing a chair at two girls. Baldy, thoughts? Why, why was he throwing this chair? Did he I miss this? Yeah, no, you you actually commented on this. You were very you were very upset with the internet trolls saying that the girls deserved it and they shouldn't have been sitting in the audience and been hit with a chair. But basically, he threw a chair <laughs> that, that was like in something his... I would say. <laughs> Uh, uh, he threw a chair because it was in his way as he was leaving the uh, leaving the arena after uh, losing Game Five against the Nuggets and being eliminated from the playoffs. Oh, he was being a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Him. Whatever. Yeah. Fifty k. Yeah. It's a price uh, I'm chair. gonna take the charges uh, were dropped. Here. Good. Sorry. They should have been. If I go to a wrestling show and I get hit by a chair, I consider that a badge of honor. But if when I'm you go to a front... wrestling show, that's the that that's but, okay. That's a hundred percent within okay, the expectations so like, of being in a wrestling show, though. If you go to a wrestling show and like a basketball game breaks out, like <laughs> well, unexpected. Actually, if I go to a basketball, if I go to a basketball game and I get hit with a basketball, I don't have a, I don't have a reason to be upset about that. I should have uh, had my head up. I should have been paying attention. Yeah. If I go to a basketball Next. game and I get hit with a chair, there's a fucking problem. Chairs are not supposed to be flying into the crowd. Next break, I'm going to give Baldy something to take a look at. Just just be, oh God. be for one. Be <laughs> oh, be Jesus for Christ. I'm, I'm going I'm to find it real quick. Just... <laughs> All right. Let's get to worse this, and worse let's get to this break. <laughs> <laughs> one second. Sandy has to find his dick. 
do you remember when? Fultz is going to be back here at the Fultz Court Press pod. We love that guy. So <laughs> we're looking forward to seeing him play. Hopefully the full season. Hopefully nothing comes up outside of this stub toe. You know what I mean? Buddy, come on, man. You just... The Fultz <laughs> season. The Fultz right season. There. It was right there. Jesus Christ. I, I just did Fultz Court Press. Like, I'm not I know, but like, I mean, if you already were going to do Fultz puns, yeah. man, come on. Doing? Let's go all in. Like, God damn it. <laughs> I can't edit it back in, just so you know. Like, I can't no, make it sound no, like no. This is funnier. This is funnier. Get a clean take. Just start it now. You're listening to the Fool Court Press Podcast. Am I going to see this thing, or what's happening I'm going to post it in the Rundown channel. There was a wrestling show where, in fact, a basketball game did break out. <laughs> but it happened. It exists. And we're all worse for it. What kind of camera did they use to film this? It appears to be in standard def, eight pic, uh, eight pixel. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, from like two thousand and four, maybe. It's like the first Nintendo graphics. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's I was like, I, like I expect some ago. Final Fantasy music playing in the background. Yeah, to be honest, I'm like skipping forward in this to like actually see the basketball part. And I'm like four minutes in, no basketball yet. And we're back and better than ever. Welcome to the Full Court Press Podcast, the only podcast made by fools for fools. We're gonna move into our first, uh, our first, uh, our second segment of the day. King, Duke, or Fool? Now, I'm going to explain King, Duke, or Fool, and you're going to think, hey, is this is this just a pl- uh, start, bench, cut, or is this fuck, marry, kill? And the answer is, mind your fucking business, okay? I need you to rank... MSB. It- <laughs> I'm going to give you three players. I need you each to either make them a king, a duke, or fool them. There's right? only one king in the NBA, and his name is... Well, we'll get to that. All right. Are you guys ready? Do you understand the rules? Am I going to know any of these players? It's just funny if you did. Just yes and everything. Come on. Yeah, I mean, that's what it's going to be. <laughs> Hell yeah. I don't, need to, I don't need to explain your bit. <laughs> All right. King Duke Fool. Kevin Durant. LeBron James. Kawhi Leonard. All right. King LeBron James. Sorry, I should have clarified. This is move uh, like as of today. Would you uh, who would you want on your team? Kind of in order in that way. King LeBron James. All right, Duke Kevin Durant. Full Kawhi Leonard. Wrong. Uh, King. Oh, it's Kawhi Leonard, not the other guy, the drama guy. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> hey, well, we'll we'll stick with Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> Uh, Duke, uh, Durant, and get old ass LeBron James out of here. Yeah, I, I prefer I, I prefer the alliteration play uh, there by uh, uh, by Baldy. You know, you got King Kawhi, Duke Durant, Fool James. Um, that one, the alliteration falls to pieces at that point in time. But LeBron James, LeBron James. But uh, yeah, uh, I think that LeBron James is probably would be my Duke, Kevin Durant, my King, and I would fool uh, Kawhi Leonard just because of the injury history. That's um, the only reason. I think that Kawhi p- plays better than at least LeBron James at this period of time. If I he were healthy. If Ka- I think if Kawhi never had those health issues, we're talking about him as potentially a top 10 guy all time. 
at this juncture. Bosho. Thank you, Zaza. Uh, King, Duke, Fool, Tyrese Halliburton, Anthony Edwards, Devin Booker. King Book, Duke Halliburton, Fool, Edwards. All right. And I hate to do it because I love that. Baldy, what you got? I kind of I had that same order in my mind, but I have no reason behind it. Uh, they're just names to me. I got to be honest. People seem to hate Devin Booker, though. I got to be honest with you guys. Great. Anthony Edwards, like I'm a hundred percent buying into Anthony Edwards this season. Oh, I love Anthony Edwards. His def- like his defensive uh, metrics at the come to the end of the last season, mixed with. Uh, just his offensive dominance that he uh, that he showed, and like I don't know if you've seen any of these like uh, FIBA games or anything like that with uh, Team USA, but you know if he's anywhere near this active on the defensive end um, for uh, Minnesota next season, he he might be in the MVP conversation next season. For that reason, I'm gonna king Anthony Edwards. Ant Man, you don't think Booker's gonna be in the MVP conversation next year? He might be. He might be. I'm not 100% convinced on Devin Booker's health. Uh, Devin Booker, I'm going to Duke. And it kills me to say this because I love his game so much. But if I was to say who who I'm gonna, uh, which of these three players I think is going to have a better uh, better season, I think Ty- uh, next season, I think Tyrese Halliburton would come in third. And for that reason, he's my fool. I just, I feel again, the book injuries are kind of fluky. I get it. He has to prove he can be healthy for any time. Yeah, and like, you know... But they're very fluke-ass injuries. Yeah, I, I 100% understand that. Like, you know, people falling on his ankles and stuff like that. It's just that, you know, it's been a couple seasons in a row now that it's happened. Do you remember when Steph Curry was young and he continued he, to be hurt constantly? Well, and he then had all a chronic, of a sudden he just wasn't. Well, he had a chronic ankle issue and they actually ended up developing shoes specifically for him to prevent it from happening in the future. But that was the reason why he was so underpaid for the longest time because, you know, there was a period of time where he thought he wasn't going to have a career in the NBA. Now I'm sad because I just imagine if Brandon Roy played today that could have developed something for his knees that would yeah. just help with his chronic knee injuries. Maybe that something would be stop playing on no cartilage. Um, Who's so, next? Justin Holiday, Aaron Holiday, Scotty Barnes. You 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 picked this literally just so people would kiss Scotty Barnes' ass. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Justin Holiday, Aaron Holiday, or Scotty Barnes? King Duke Fool. King Scotty, obviously. Oh wow, he's the yeah. best player here. Love the way that sounds. <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> this, this, this guy is basically writing off Pascal Shockham walks him gone. Uh, it's all in on Scotty. Get out of here. Uh, fucking the holidays. I I don't even know, man. I guess Aaron and then Justin. Uh, I goes Justin and then Aaron, but close. <laughs> I I second almost all of that. Uh, Baldy, what are what? your thoughts? Yeah, Justin I was Holiday. Gonna... Aaron Holiday or Scotty? I was going to king uh, Scotty Barnes just because it has the coolest name there. Yep. Uh, and fool the other two because I, I already <laughs> forgot their first names. They're hey, two holidays. Hey, Lufa. <laughs> what up? Barnes me up, Scotty. All right, next one. 
All right. I'm glad that we had stopped for that. Thank you so much for that awesome moment. DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, Alex Caruso. King DeMar, Duke Levine, full Caruso. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Baldwin, what are your thoughts? On a King Caruso, because... Actually, kind of, he's like the bald white guy that used to play for the Lakers, or still does, maybe. No, it doesn't. But mm. oh, okay, whatever. Tomato, tomato. Uh, tomato, potato. Duke, uh, the Levine guy, because his name kind of sounds like a singer. Like a, I don't know, like he could have like a pop singing career after this. Uh, yeah. And Demar Derozan, that fool. So I'm gonna go King Caruso. I'm gonna Duke Demar. And I'm gonna fool Zach Levine. Why are we getting Caruso? You're crazy. Well, I mean, I think Caruso's got the best two-way game out of all of them. Like, I think, like, if you ask me, who's gonna be the most important? If like, if you Chicago were to make a, make a difference next season, who is gonna be the most important player in their ability to do no. that? It would be a healthy Alex Caruso. I feel like the difference between Demar's offensive game and his offensive game more that makes up the defensive difference. I you know I don't hate Demar Derozan. I just I, like Demar Derozan obviously has the limited offensive game with the lack of three pointers. Zach Levine, I He's don't trust twenty six points a game. I don't trust Zach Levine's. Uh, I don't trust Zach Levine's health, and then I don't like Zach Levine's contract. Um, I think Zach Levine has is more of a name than uh, Alex Caruso, but I think Alex Caruso is a better player at this period of time. You know Zach who Levine. Uh, Zach Levine reminds me of? Vince Carter. Because Vince Carter was an explosive dunker who had health issues. And now, Zach Levine, who was an explosive dunker, has stumbled upon a bunch of health issues. Yeah, let me just take a quick look at these uh, uh, these box plus minus numbers here for uh, Vince Carter because I think that is a tremendously insulting thing to say to Vince Carter oh no I don't mean in terms of stats I literally mean I literally mean in terms of like what you see on the screen in terms of like his offensive game Zach Levine has had two positive win share seasons in his entire career Vince Carter's 125 win shares in his entire career nothing to do with stats literally the just due to him being a dunker Yes. People were like, Levine's a dunk artist, and now he can't really even do that. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I, you know, I think that uh, Zach Levine's knees are, you know, he's, he started turning it up uh, later in the season, but, you know, he's seen a dramatic decrease in his finishing ability, and that's a huge red flag given what his contract looks like. Um, next up, Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid, Giannis Antetokounmpo. I go King Giannis... I go Duke, Jokic, I go full Embiid. Baldy? Yeah, that's the same thing I was doing, just based on hearing their names and the context here. I'm going to go King Jokic. I'm going to go uh, Duke Giannis. And I'm going to fool Joel. I think... Look, I love Jokic, all right? Jokic is great. Jokic is fantastic. Jokic just won a damn run. Look, man. Giannis is still the guy. At the end of the day, I just I don't feel like what happened in the playoffs last year was on him. He didn't have his health. I think you know Giannis has a Giannis has the MVP. He has the Defensive Player of the Year. You know he can go shot for shot for accolades with Nikola Jokic, but Nikola Jokic has one advantage over Giannis, and that is multiple championship horses. Um, and that's for that, for that reason I'm going with I'm going to King Jokic because nothing is more nothing is more kingly 
than the King's Sport horse racing. Have you seen the Barbie movie? <laughs> Sorry? Have you seen the Barbie movie? No, I have not. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, horses play a prominent role there. Uh, oh, God, what is Barbie doing with horses? It's not like a Debbie Does Dallas kind of thing, no, right? No, like, uh, Ken goes to, like, the real world and, like, thinks that, like, horses run the world because they're just so cool. And, yeah, whatever. I wish we could turn you two into glow. All right. Jamal Murray, <laughs> Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Lou Dort. Shea Gilgis is the king. Jamal Murray is the duke. Lou Dort is the fool. Baldy? Lou Dort's the king. Uh, 100%. Super no, great name. Mind. Lou Dort is the king. Super awesome name. The Dortcher uh, Chamber, my so, friends. So you're telling me today, if you're a Toronto's Raptors GM, you'd sign Lou Dort, and you'd prefer having him on your roster over Shane Gilgis. Are you seriously asking me this question? No, I'm asking like, him. Okay, I'm, I'm like, I can give a shit less. basketball <laughs> If I was running the Toronto Raptors... Because you said this is... I to, want, to, I'd want... 10 Lou Dorts on my team. 15. Give me a roster of Lou Dorts and I'm giving you the most entertaining basketball team on the planet. Doesn't he, like, shoot a, a piss-ass percentage at the rim? He can, shoots... Can he, like, barely lay it up? It's it, So it needs to be said that he shoots from the uh, three-point line efficiently. He His shots look like they are line drives. There's no arc to them at all. <laughs> it looks like he's out there shooting a fucking shot butt. He charges through the lane and he finishes inefficiently, but he charges through the lane like a bowling ball running into pins. So he just bounces off of everybody. And then when he dunks and he finishes strong at the hoop, when he does do that, it is like watching... It's like if you imagined if a man made of granite sprung to life jumped in and uh, jumped six feet in the air and slammed a ball into a hoop <laughs> Lou Dort is the most spectacularly entertaining player to watch in the NBA and he is my and for that reason he's my king I feel like every time he does anything that's positive on the offensive end it's a moment of celebration it's, it's a moment it, to be truly amazed well it's because it's the most spectacular athletic spe- like a spe- a specimen you've ever seen not because He's doing things in such a way that appears graceful or just like explosive. Just he's doing because, the unexpected. Just because he, when he's defying physics, he's defying fix, physics in less of like an artistic motion and more of a like, is the world coming to an end? Like apocalyptic. Like, has gravity ceased to exist? How else would we explain what happened here? Right? Like, are we all going to float into space and die? Is a black hole just emerged above Lou Dort, and that's what brought him into the sky, right? Like that's I wouldn't the... be opposed to a black <laughs> hole happening right now. I'm just kidding, for real, like, wouldn't be the end of my. Well, I guess it would be, but I wouldn't be mad at it. So, Baldy, you got King Dort. Who are you duking? Uh, Shay, something something Alexander. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Sort of the G Gilgis. or some shit. Yeah, Gilgis. Uh, it's pronounced it... Gilgaius. Shay Gilgaius. And Gilgis. whoever and that the last dude was. the accent Alexander is silent. It's Aleander. <laughs> He's fucking with you so hard right now. <laughs> and then Jamal Murray is the fool. Got it. Yeah, that, that would be that, that's the same ranking I have. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so this is just a, a troll me segment here. OGN and I I have themes for each of these. 
I don't you know if you've noticed. dudes and Canadians. No, that's not true. I had DeMar DeRozan, Zach, uh, Zach Levine, Alex Caruso. We had Tyrese Halliburton, Anthony Edwards, Devin Booker. We had Durant, LeBron, Kawhi. Like, these are all, like, legitimate. Kawhi like, is a Raptors legend. DeMar is a Raptors legend. We had uh, Jokic, Embiid, Giannis. Like, uh, those yeah. were the, arguably the three best players in the league. Uh, right. Rank them. Like, go, we have go, the Chicago Bulls. Rank them. Go on ahead with your charade. <laughs> OG Ananobi. <laughs> yep. Mikhail <laughs> Bridges. <laughs> Okay. Dylan Brooks. Fucking Dylan Brooks is going to be kinged by one of you dumbasses. <laughs> I, I know it's going to happen. <laughs> it's King Mikhail, even though he just got embarrassed in a, in a game. <laughs> and and a, a, a Twitter clip went viral of him on. Uh, yeah, it was Trayvon, the Trayvon Waters <laughs> took him to school. <laughs> He, he he wasn't ready to go to jail. <laughs> the, the the warden closes shop during the off season. I don't know what to tell you. So, uh, Mikhail's the king here. Who are the other two? OG, OG and Anubi, I guess, is the Duke. And then Dylan Brooks. And Dylan Brooks is Dylan Brooks is the fool. Dylan Brooks is our guy. All right, Baldy, what do you got? I got uh, OG and Anubi for the king. Uh, Duke yeah. Dylan, because it just makes sense. Yep. Uh, and full, whoever that last guy is, Mikhail Bridges. Yeah, nailed it. Yeah, yep. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to agree with Baldy. <laughs> Lord have mercy. I mean, he's the OG. He's the OG. You can't, you can't yeah. throw him out. He's the OG. Yep, he's one guy. <laughs> uh, James Harden, Dame Lillard, Pascal Siakam. Just so you know, the theme on that one is these are the three big names that are available on the trade market, apparently. Yeah. Well, apparently not, because Harden has been – it's closed down that discussion. Yeah. So I wrote this before, know. yesterday. We, we, we could add DeAndre Ayton now. <laughs> well, is he uh, on the market? I thought they shut him down. Like... I think he's always on the market. Isn't he? <laughs> That's just kind of his thing. Uh, so how would, you, uh, how would you King Duke fool them? James Harden, Dame Lillard, Pascal Siakam. I think Lillard is the king here. Harden is. I guess Harden's the fool. Siakam's probably the Duke. What do you Harden's think? my favorite of the three, but I think Lillard is just. I think Lillard offensively is significantly better than Harden at this period of time. I think Harden actually has a better defensive upside than Lillard. But to be completely honest, when you're talking about. 28-year-old Pascal Siakam compared to these like people in their 30s. Uh, Dame Lillard with a $60 million contract when he's 36. James Harden with uh, uh, James Harden being who James Harden is. I think Pascal Siakam would be the player that I would want out of the three of them the most on the trade yeah, market. I feel like that's it, it depends on what you've got to work with here. Because I think um, the other two guys are better in terms of scoring the ball you know i think i think siakam's got well siakam is better at scoring the ball than james harden is at least at least if you look at last year's numbers he he's out here with him harden is like harden was uh, harden's uh rim numbers were the lowest they've been in his career his three-point number efficiencies dropped significantly his ability to get to the free throw line dropped significantly you know his like where Harden has the advantage yeah. over both Dame Lillard and Pascal Siakam is the playmaking ability. I think the like just like the, pa- is... the passing ability is yeah. uh, is like at a completely different level than the two of them. But if you wanted somebody who had 
uh, had a decent, uh, like it has like a one offensive game. Dame Lillard is probably the best. If you wanted somebody who uh, with uh, Pascal would be second. uh, And then Harden would be third. If you wanted uh, best passing game, it would be Harden. It would be Harden, then Siakam, then Lillard. If you want best defensive game, you'd probably go Siakam, Harden, then Lillard. So in that case, I think Siakam hits uh, hits the best. And then also he's the youngest of all of them as well. So, um, which Not suggests that a lot. time for it to make very much difference. I think it's by just like three years. Which is plenty of time. Like, that's like a third of a career. <laughs> I don't. Not when you have guys playing into their 42. Well, I mean, do you think that do you think that Lillard, who had two, uh, three abbreviated seasons oh, now, Harden, who we know who Harden is, do you think those guys are playing into their into their late thirties? I don't. I don't Siakamas? see that. I think Siakam has a much better chance. He's been significantly healthier than all three of them compared. Uh, compared some time. But yeah, he's Harden's tw- health issues have only just started the last few years. Uh, Siakam Once he is hit thirty. So uh, Siakam is 28, Harden's 33, so he's five years older, and Lillard is... He's like 32, 33. Lillard is 32, so he's four years older than Siakam. So yeah, Siakam's significantly younger than all of them. Just give it time, because their health issues started when they hit 30. Yeah. Um, So yeah, uh, Baldy, where are you at? Uh, King Fool? Uh, I was doing the same uh, stack ranking. Mostly because of names. Uh, and then, like, my non-NBA fan word association with Harden is strip clubs and being overweight. So, <laughs> auto fool. Pulling it. <laughs> we are of a like mind for once. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tyler Hero, Tyrese Maxey, and Fernie Simons. Tyler Hero... Tyrese Maxey, Anthony Simons. I go Maxey, then Hero, then Simons. I don't really look at Simons as on the same tier as these guys, if I'm being for real with you. Like, I think that Simons is as efficient of a scorer as Hero. I think where Simons' advantage is over the t- these two, Maxi's coming into the last year of his deal. He's gonna get he's gonna be offered probably what would be considered a max extension next season. We'll probably have him around 130 over five, five years. A maxi extension. A maxi extension. Hero is already five years, 124, I think. I think that uh, Anthony Simons, I believe he's still signed for another three seasons at 20 million a season. I'll just double check that real quick. But uh, contract-wise, I think that Simons is a significantly... It will be significantly advantageous compared to the other ones. I think his game is the worst of the bunch, though. I think his defensive upside is the lowest of the three of them. His offensive uh, his offensive efficiency is pretty much on par with them. I think Maxi. I like how Maxi plays the game better than all three of them. Um, but if you're looking at a purely statistical analysis, they're all pretty much the same player. Um, but I think defensively, Maxi has a little bit, uh, has a much more active hands. Uh, Tyler Hero is taller. Anthony Simons, I'm not 100% sure what his role is on a team that would be winning. But yeah, that's my thought process on the, on that one. Yeah. So in that case, in the, in that case, what I'm saying is I would go Anthony Anthony Simons based off a of contract. King, Maxi, Duke, 
hero fool. Mm -hmm. I had uh I had hero as the king. Uh I had fucking Maxi as the duke, but then I dropped him down to fool after Sandy's Maxi contract joke. I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so Simon's got bumped up the Duke there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, the last King Duke fool. There has been a lot of players that left the Brooklyn Nets this off season, so I wanted to King Duke fool three of them: Utah Watanabe, Joe Harris, Seth Curry. Uh. Okay, this is easy as Watanabe, Curry, Harris. <laughs> and that's and that's your final answer. Uh, what do you think, uh, Baldy? Yeah, I had the same, uh, just for you know namesake. Yeah, Utah, Utah is the king, uh, king here, former Raptor, uh, and uh, then uh, of course, of course, Duke, Seth, <laughs> Seth Curry, Seth Curry, uh, Seth Curry's father used to play for the Raptors, and then uh, Joe Harris, who has no affiliation with the Raptors, would be a fool. This fucking guy. <laughs> this fucking guy. Uh, so we uh, just to recap, we we uh, we did have a raptor in uh, raptor affiliation in almost all of those, with the exception of I knew uh, I, I sniffed it out. I knew <laughs> I called you on it many many points ago. <laughs> Do you remember when? Finger yeah. wag. You could even have a bobble, bobblehead. Yeah, like with wag. it actually wagging. No, I don't think that's a good idea. Like, like, like that's <laughs> a terrible idea. Awesome. That is like, objectively here, a great idea. Yeah, here's, yeah here's, you're welcome. Here's, right, yeah. here's, your, here's your official NBA achievement award. Oh, by the way, it's a bobble finger. <laughs> and it rules. Hey, wait. Yeah. Well, uh, no, you know what they should do? They should have like one of those like foam fingers no, on it. No, that you no, get out of this no. On the night when they far. give the trophy to the winner, it's it's bobble finger trophy night for all the first 500 fans that attended. You get a free it's miniature bobble merchandising. finger. Yeah, no, it's a, it, it's the golden, it's the golden, uh, it's the golden finger. Like that's what you get. You get the giant, like uh, the giant finger glove, and it's encased in gold. May as well be a golden turd. You're listening to the Fool Court Press podcast, and we're back in better than ever. Thank you so much for listening to us self indulge a little bit. This is the Fool Court podcast, the only podcast made. Sorry, Fool Court Press Podcast, the only podcast made by Fools for Fools. And we're uh, on to uh, the all nicknames. Oh, sorry, the uh, the all nickname uh, tourney round one. So last episode, we, were, we stumbled onto some funny nicknames. So I decided to pull 64 of them. I tried to stay away from the common ones. So you're not going to see King James. You're not going to see Point God for, uh, for Chris Paul. Um... I tried to go a little bit off uh, uh, off the beaten path with, with some of these ones, but hopefully I found some funny ones. I ranked them and I put them into divisions. There is uh, it's a 64 uh, 64 player tournament, uh, similar to March Madness. The four, uh, broken into four divisions. The divisions names are uh, oh sorry the all, the other aspect is all of these are active players. Um, the division names are named after legacy nicknames. Uh, so the first one is the Rafer Skip to my Lou Alston. Uh, Sham God, Irving Magic Johnson, 
and Julius Dr. J. Irving. What do you think of the uh, the 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 nicknames for the uh, divisions uh, there, Sandy? Are you telling me these nicknames are matching up and we're picking our favorite or No, no, no. I'm just these are just the names of the divisions. I will tell you now the matchups. So the Okay. In the Rafer skip to my Lou Alston uh, division, we have number one seed Steph, the baby-faced assassin Curry, versus Kyle, Mister La- Raptor Lowry. Hmm. Steph Curry wins. Mister Fucking Raptor is not his nickname. Uh, I mean, t- also uh, all of these nicknames can be found in um, can be found on. Uh, basketball reference with the exception of one and i'll i'll let you know why i I selected that one uh later all right so i i go curry here yeah (laughs) yeah i mean he's the number one seed for a reason uh i i like the the idea of kyle mr raptor lowry being and being there because uh he's no longer on the raptors (laughs) i just just assumed his nickname was going to be something to do with his his posterior uh, he didn't have any for that. Uh, this has become a meme. So yeah, Lowry had uh, had Mr. Raptor Kalo the Groat, which is the greatest Raptor of all time. Uh, North Philly's finest Kalo and Bulldog. Well, now Bulldog's been rechristened to Javon Carter. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Uh, then we have uh, the eight, ver- uh, the eight versus nine, or oh, let's go to the two versus fifteen. Two versus fifteen. We have Nikola the Cookie Monster Jokic versus Clay the Sea Captain Thompson. What the fuck are these fucking nicknames? <laughs> the Cookie Monster and the Sea Captain. I'm gonna be honest here. I'm going with the Sea Captain. So am I. Ooh, that wow. was an upset. <laughs> Which guy an upset? I was all on the cookie board train until like sea cats, and I was like, "Yep, that's you know, ridiculous enough to shanties. work." <laughs> <laughs> like that is just dumb enough to work. That was <laughs> the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I love it. All right, we've got. Why the sea captain? I don't know. That one was a that one was a random one. I'm pretty sure I understand where the cookie monster came from. That's a fat joke. Uh, but like the sea captain, I was just like, I don't like, I don't know where I could like reverse engineer this one i have no idea where this one came from uh so we have uh a three seed dame logo lillard versus 14 seed wesley iron man johnson uh okay logo lillard yeah Yeah, same yep uh then we have the four seed mike jaws muscala Versus 13, Mike Mountain Mike Conley. <laughs> Mike Mountain Mike Conley. Okay, yeah, Mike Mountain Mike. Yeah, yeah I like that one too. <laughs> That's just silly. Wow, we got two upsets in the first in the first uh, division alone. This is awesome. How the, how the hell does Muscala get the higher seed? Jaws? Yeah, so, that is an objectively great nickname. Um, yeah, okay. It's not as good as Mountain Mike. Number five, Jaron the Block Panther, Jackson Jr. Otto Bubba Porter Jr. Bubba. So the first guy's nickname is the Block Panther. The yeah. Block Panther. Instead of like the Black Panther. Oh, 
I, now it's I, just I, worse. I, oh come on, that's awesome. That's uh, a great thing. Like, I thought I it was really like just that. like a panther blocking look, things. Look, like I, I I take umbrage with this because Allen Iverson is Bubba Chuck. So I, I have to go with Block Panther on principle. I can't have Bubba and Bubba Chuck. All right, Block Panther goes uh, goes through in a contested close match <laughs> two to one. Um, then we have uh, then we have LeBron Benjamin Buckets James versus Jason Taco J Tatum. Benjamin Buckets. Oh, I mean ta- Taco J. He's coming back for he's coming back for Taco Tuesday. He's taking it back. Taco Where J. the hell does Benjamin Bucket come? Like we said, yeah, like the last episode when this was re- revealed, I'm pretty sure it's because he's like because his game continues to get younger as he's getting older. Is like kind of like the Benjamin Benjamin Bucket is funny. It's got to be Benjamin Bucket for me. What do you think, uh, Baldy? Taco J. I think Benjamin Buckets is too much of a stretch. We get another upset here with a six get, uh, getting toppled by an eleven. Ben, uh, Taco J. Tatum moves on to the second round. You're too much this of a stretch. Is, this is ex- this is exciting, guys. Moving on to the seven versus ten. Kristoff Godzingus Porzingis. Steven no. Aquaman no. Adams. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter told me that his nickname is Tingus Fingus. So who do you have? Godzingus or Aquaman? Aquaman. Godzingus. Godzingus Porzingis just come, rolls right? off the tongue. It, there's a lot going on there. Twitter I love told it. me that his nickname is Tingus Fingus. Well, it doesn't matter what Twitter told you. We went off of Twitter basketball reference. Wrong. Basketball reference is what we utilize as our source. Twitter is is never wrong well you're even wrong. if it's dead now you lost the vote democracy rules all right Dark even in georgia even more. though you're from georgia it's still we still have a democracy in most of the country so that's what we're going to be most honoring the country <laughs> you're, you're canadian <laughs> you're not even in the country first past the post all right eight uh, eighth seed chris the skate instructor paul versus ninth seed rj Ducky Barrett. Quack, quack. Oh, I want to hear what Baldy has to say first. Ducky Barrett. Ducky Barrett, indeed, yeah. It's a duck, man. It's a duck. Yep. I think I'm there. It's a sweep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're going to move on to God Sham God Division. We oh. have the top seed versus the 16. Anthony Street Clothes Davis versus... Yeah. Damar, Mr. I am Toronto DeRozan. Street clothes. God, I don't really like either of these, but street clothes, <laughs> str- go for a it. Street clothes named Desire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Settle down. <laughs> uh, the number two seed. This one was the one I didn't pull from basketball reference because I'm pretty sure there's a reason why they didn't have it on there. Kelly, Maple Dick Olenek. <laughs> Versus 15 seed, Derek Pooh Rose. Is Kelly Olenek a dog owner? I don't know. I I, I, I haven't sh- uh, shopped that around. Why? Uh, Isn't that peanut butter, though? I I mean, Canadians are strange, man. <laughs> we got Maple Dick or Pooh? <laughs> Maple Dick or Pooh? Yeah. Maple Dick. It's got to be Maple Dick. How is that not a number one seed? Maple Dick or poo? (laughs) Maple Dick is the answer. But them matching up with one another is just perfect. (laughs) 
All right. Uh, the the Kevin the Durantula Durant versus TJ Rocco McConnell. Rocco. Yeah, Rocco. Rocco. Rocco, Rocco modern life. The 14 over 3 upset. Yeah, he doesn't even want to be called Durantula. He wants to be called the fucking servant. I know, right? It's such a bad nickname. They also had the Slim Reaper there, which is the, my the, personal... The Slim li- Reaper is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Durantula. Get out of here. Durantula is a good modern name. modern life. Good name. Rock, Rock, Rocco takes it. Rocco, oh. hell yeah. All right. Mitchell, the Block Ness Monster Robinson versus Ricky Ricanchesco Rubio. The Block Ness Monster. Yeah. It's pretty funny. I like the, the Block Ness Monster. I think the Block Ness Monster is better than the other block fun we had earlier. The Block Panther? I, th- I think Block Ness Monster is better. Yo, know, the big men always have like one of those really good nicknames, particularly if they play in big markets. The Block Ness Monster moving on with a unanimous sweep. Up next, number five seed, Mikhail the Warden Bridges versus the 12 seed, Nick the Alchemist Claxton. Warden. Mikhail Jail. All day. All day. Yeah. I'm with that yeah. one. The Alchemist is a bad nickname. Maybe he Makes was. No over, I, I think he was overseeded. I think a, a Derek Pooh Rose would have upsetted the warden, yeah. to be honest. Al- 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 Alchemy is a form of magic, and he is a sinner who does not play make. And you consider an alchemist to be like a, a playmaker. <laughs> it is a miscast. It's a miscast for sure. Yeah. How about yeah. Brooke the Bropez Lopez versus Tyler the Boy Wonder Hero? Neither of these nicknames are good. Oh, Bropez Lopez. Come on, that's amazing. I, I, I swear that I usually hear him called a different name. Well, like I said, I wanted to, I wanted to go with some of the uh, more eclectic ones uh, that rolled off the tongue a little bit better. Well, Baldi, what I, do you I think? tell you that I, it's certainly not fucking Boy Wonder. Boy Wonder <laughs> Lopez Hero. Lopez takes it. Yeah, I like yeah. Lopez Lopez. <laughs> All right. Up next, number seven seed, Clint, the Swiss Bank Capella versus Jimmy... Jimmy G. Buckets, Butler. Jimmy G. Oh, I don't know. I kind of like the Swiss Bank. I love the Swiss Bank, but why is it Jimmy, Jimmy G? His nickname, so it's Jimmy, Jimmy G. Jimmy, Jimmy. Well, his name is is Jimmy, Jimmy G. Buckets, Butler. Because, like, every time you do a nickname, it's supposed to be in quotation marks in the middle of the name, right? Like, Jimmy, Jimmy G. Buckets Butler. Okay, yeah, I know. It's it's the Swiss bank. <laughs> That's a mouthful. I don't think so. All right. And uh, and the uh, the next one here. Wait one second here. Yeah, so the, the last one in this division. Dante, the big ragu di Vincenzo versus Kawhi, the board man Leonard. Boardman gets paid. Boardman's your per- vote. The big ragu. Yeah, I like that one. Boardman gets yeah, paid. I'm, I'm, big ragu moves on in a contested two to one finish. All right, moving on to the Irving Magic Johnson division. In the number one seed, we have Lou the Dortress Dort versus Karis Baby Durant Lavert. Baby Durant, my ass. <laughs> that, one's, that one's hilarious just on the concept of it. Like, he's nowhere near the height. Doesn't have anywhere near the game. What are your thoughts, you know Baldy? You, you've told me, Baby Durant. 
<laughs> what are your thoughts, Baldy? Uh, I hate that I'm doing this, but I want to do Baby Durant because I think it's hysterical to be like nicknamed after somebody else who's actively playing. <laughs> significantly better than you. Well, like I don't even well, like a... I don't even have that context. It's like, hey, Be... you're a lot like Jim over there. We're gonna call hey, you Jim. Upset. Upset. A sixteen-one upset. Oh, it hurts. It hurts my soul. Do the torture was so good. Do you remember like a decade ago when everyone was calling Eric Lipso Baby LeBron? <laughs> yeah, no. I was like, I was thinking back. I was like thinking back and like, remember when everyone thought that Paul George was the next? Like he got next. <laughs> like, he almost did for a minute there. Yeah, and then he broke his leg. Hmm. Um, so uh, the number two seed, see, this one, this one might be a winner to be honest. This is this is a sleeper pick for the win the whole thing. Kyrie World B Flat Irving versus <laughs> versus Jalen Old Man Brown. World B Flat. Yep. Wait, Easy. Why are the two Kanye guys matched up with one another? I'm not, saying it was, I'm not saying it was intentional, but I mean. This is racket sabotage. <laughs> you're seeing you're seeing uh uh you're seeing conspiracies where there are none. Just like world uh B- Kyrie World B flat Irving would. World World B flat is the winner. I I, I refuse to acknowledge the other one as a winner even if she two vote that way there's no way no world be flat was yeah, world winner. Be flat like, that, that's, like i said this, that's a secret that, that, that's a sleeper for the whole tournament here oh that's hilarious evan don't google fournier versus lowry the finisher markinen baldy have you ever googled fournier no i don't even know how to spell it f-o-u-r-n-i-e-r yeah, let's, let's just get a live reaction from uh You want to click on the images. Uh, yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> that's all you got, huh? <laughs> that's, that's it? Just okay? Evan and his te- Technicolor dream coat. <laughs> Uh, and yeah. then the fin- Lowry the finisher marking it and it's spelled like finish because he's Finnish oh I just did the images you do not want to do that No, yeah, don't google Fournier that's the letter yeah like, if you just google it and like you're just like google like that's fine if you go to the images you don't want to do that just consider this vote a public service announcement not to do yeah. <laughs> alright Joel the phantom of the process Embiid or Pascal Spicy P Siakam. Uh, spicy P. Spicy P. The Phantom <laughs> of the Process is, is just them trying to do too much and the second doing too much. Fuck that. I think the, Spicy P. Spicy I, think the fan, I think the Phantom of the Process was bro- uh, born of Pascal Siakam busting uh, Embiid's face two playoffs ago and he had to wear the mask. Like that's why he was the Phantom of the Process. But uh, Spicy P Siakam moves on in an upset, a 413 upset. That was a surprise. Number get upset. Number five, Alex, the accountant Caruso versus Kevin Scooter Porter Jr. <laughs> Scooter, why Scooter? <laughs> I'm going with Scooter. <laughs> Maybe he's named after uh, Scoot Henderson. Who knows? Maybe he's named after Scooter. <laughs> Scoot Henderson. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I was like, just, I, I, see, I see some kid with the G League invite that plays a lot like uh, like Kevin Porter Jr. I'm going to call Kevin Porter Scooter. <laughs> Scooter Baldy, what, what are your thoughts? The accountant or Scooter? I'm going with the accountant because he looks like an accountant. Yeah, it's the accountant for sure because it's just such a mean nickname. It has to move on. It's fucking funny, but where the fuck did Scooter come from? All Maybe right. he rode a scooter to the arena once. Maybe. Well, there was two. There was like Scoot and Scooter. I went with Scooter, but like I'm like, there's like me. Is it because he just is he shifty? Is it because they're like he scoots out of press man. conferences? I don't know what's going on there. I didn't watch I, enough Houston to be honest with you to I'm figure it out. I haven't watched enough Houston for a few years now. Now it's just Harden left. <laughs> Uh, so how about this? Uh, six versus eleven. Rudy, the great Rudini Gay, versus Walker, the Sheriff Kessler. Sheriff. Yeah. Even though Peyton Manning has uh, dipped such a the lame nickname, I hate it so much. <laughs> the Rudini. The great Rudini. <laughs> He's a magician. No. Rudy Gay hasn't been a magician in eight or nine years. It doesn't change the fact that that was his nickname. All right. Bradley the Big Panda Beal versus Luca El Nino Maravella Donkic. The fuck is that supposed yeah. to be? Panda. <laughs> the Panda. The Big Panda Beal moves on. Alright. Drew, Kung Fu Drew Holiday, Jordan, the flamethrower Clarkson. Kung Fu. Yeah. Um, Kung Fu Drew yeah. it is. All right, and that is it for the Irving Magic Johnson conference. We are moving on to our last conference, the Julius, Dr. J. Irving. And we're going to start off with a home run for number one. James Honeybutton Harden versus Jamal the Blue Arrow Murray. Honeybutt. Honeybutts. Giannis. Big Buffet James. Giannis the Alphabet Antetokounmpo versus Justin the Fireman Holiday. Fireman. Over the alphabet? Yeah. Fireman makes no sense. I'm going you know with where the alphabet. alphabet. You know where the alphabet wor- originates from, right? That's the Obviously. poppy. That's the poppy nickname. From uh, I'm going Dale- with Fireman. It makes no sense. All right, alphabet wins in a contested two fifteen match. All right. Uh, three. Andre, the big penguin Drummond, versus Trey, Ice Trey Young. Big penguin? Big penguin. That's so fucking funny. What he does look like a penguin. Does he move like a penguin? Is that what it's suggesting? Does he, like, like, does he look like he's about to shit himself while he's playing? Like He waddles. He seems like he's pretty agile every time I remember watching him in the post. I can't. Um, I can't think of DeAndre, Dr- or DeAndre, Andre. Andre Drummond, w- without fucking thinking about that stupid game three <laughs> against the Lakers in the playoffs, where LeBron is getting posted up or, or is posting up uh, Jay Crowder, and he's sitting there fucking mimicking the post moves on the sideline. <laughs> and the Suns never lost to that team again. <laughs> Put him in the dirt. Uh, Jalen the Brunson Big Burner Big Brunson versus Paul Batman George. Batman, because he's not. <laughs> I like Batman. <laughs> All right, he's fucking not. 
Batman upsets the Brunson burner in a 4-13 matchup. Going on to Draymond, the Dancing Bear Green. Sorry, Draymond, the Dancing Bear Green. Keldon, the Mustang Johnson. It's Keldon. Really? Uh, it's the Dancing Bear for it's me. It's the man. Dancing no, no, Bear. No. I, I was correcting your pronunciation of his name. It's not Keldon, it's Keldon. Oh, I thought I pronounced it Keldon. Sorry uh, about that. Uh, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's the Dancing Bear. Though, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Dancing Bear with the sweep there. That's a, that seemed like a, a pretty obvious one. All right. Uh, Malik the Mutant Beasley versus Zach Flight 8 Levine. He don't fly no more, so it's the mutant. <laughs> the mutant Beasley moving on. Baldy, I assume you agree with that? that was yeah, a... same. Uh, then we're going for a 7-10 matchup. Julius, the Beyblade Randall. <laughs> versus Miles, Samurai Miles Turner. Beyblade. Beyblade, yeah. yeah. That's a walk in the park there. And John, the Duncan Deacon Collins versus DeAnthony, Mr. Do Something Mountain. Mr. Do Something is so stupid. <laughs> Mr. Do Something. I don't know. I kind of like, what was it? The Dancing the dunk, Duncan Deacon? Or... The Dunking Deacon or the, Mr. Do Something? Mr. The, do Something. The Duncan that's Deacon. Just, that's just funny. Man, that's, uh, this, is, this is actually tearing me to pieces because I love both of these nicknames. I got to be honest. I don't want to pick between the two of them. I wish you guys had a unanimous pick. <laughs> pick, pick flip a coin. Flip a I got to go with Mr. Do Something Melton. Mr. Do something. <laughs> oh man, that is a, that is an upset right there. That was a hell of a fight there for a round, a round one between an eight and a nine. But yeah, all right, guys. So round one is in the books. We will continue this next week with round two and three, and then we'll fire. Uh, we'll do the final four uh, the following uh, week. How but, exciting! Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a uh, it's shaping up to be a, a, a hell of a battle here. Uh, it, Early favorites, I think, um, coming out of it. We got our Maple Dick Olenek. We've got uh, World Be Flat Irving. Man, I think uh, do, Mr. Do Something, that might uh, that might actually be a little bit of a sneaky one, too. Uh, it'll be interesting. Oh, he's, Every time it comes up, I will laugh. He's up against Honey Bun in round two, so that's uh, it's going to no. be a hard one. It's going to be a, a hard, hard one. one. Man, if, if, if Mr. Do Something makes it past Honey Bun and the Deacon Deacon, or the Dunking Deacon... In uh, the first two rounds, he will have literally have gone through gone through the gauntlet to earn the championship. Yeah. That's for sure. That's Cinderella. All right. Now, uh, now, uh, Sandy, I know you uh, put together something for us uh, a little over under. Uh, did you uh, did you have that ready to go? I have it ready to go. I do. All right. All right. So just a little abbreviated intro here. According to basketball references, is where I'm taking the numbers and stats from. And there's a little box that only selects the qualified players for each and every stat. Some players show up for one stat and not for another. I don't know how it works, but however it is that they work that stuff out, that's what we're doing here. Okay. okay. All right. Sounds good. All Sounds right. definitive. So, so I, I mean, I would say that it is. It's basketball reference, man. So <laughs> over or under... 40 players averaged 20 points a game last season. I would say over. I was going to go under. So the correct answer is over with 43 players. Scoring's out of hand. Scoring has gotten kind of crazy here. So how many players over or under 12 scored at least 50 points in a game last season? 
50 points in a game? 50 points in the game, over so, under 12. So are we talking individual games or individual players that did it? Because I think a few of them hit it twi- a few times. Individual players who scored at least 50 one time in the game. I'm going to go under 12. Yeah, I was going under 2. We had 14 players who did it. Wow. All right. Can you, can you, do you have the names by any chance or no? I did not write down the oh, names. No worries. Because I, I thought if I read off all the names for all I, of this, it would like I was like you know we had like we had Lillard, we definitely had uh, Donk uh, Donkic, we had uh, um, Murray or not Murray, sorry uh, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, Mitchell yeah. and and Lillard both had seventy, except Lillard's was re- relegated to a fifty. Yeah, because the seventy-one. Yeah, no, I, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah Houston. Yeah, the Houston seventy-one. That's that. Uh, that was the birth of that. Curry definitely nice. had a few. Um, Jokic, I think, like, I does it include, did it include playoffs or is it just regular season? I believe it's just regular season. Okay, because, yeah, hmm. that's a, uh, yeah. And like, I can and only think, both had 60, so. Yeah, I think that, I think I can only think of about six individual players that did it, so I'll be uh, in top. Over or under seven players started at least 80 games. Under. I, I want to say it's it's over. Like you think that'd be easy, but you think it would have to be over. Yeah. But no, only four players managed to start at least eighty games last season. Do you know who played yeah. the most regular season games last season? Mikael Bridges played eighty three. Yeah, eighty three in an eighty two season. Yep. Because <laughs> he got traded. <laughs> the Iron Man. How about over or under 15 players made at least three three-point shots per game last season? Over. Yeah, I would say over. Pretty much every team's got a three-point shooter. Well, you'd think with how many people scored 20 per game, it would be over, but only 12 people oh. made three three-point shots a game last year. Quite interesting. The league leader in threes was Clay Thompson. Really? Hmm. Made threes in, in, in terms of made threes per game, yes. Hmm, when it comes to qualified players, if you count out the unqualified, it's Steph. Over under forty players shot at least eighty five percent from the free throw line. Sorry, how many? Forty. I'll go over. Under. Thirty nine. Hmm. Yeah. Bully, you're a winner. You're a winner. I got a few more here. Over under fourteen players average at least three turnovers a game. I I have to go over on that one. I was going over too. Over the answer is fifteen. We had fifteen people who couldn't hold on to the ball. Jalen Brown, probably one of them. I, I'd imagine all of them are on the the Detroit Pistons. <laughs> one of the Bogdanoviches. That's an entire roster of Detroit Pistons players. Fifteen <laughs> players, or that would, that would make sense. Over under five players. Now we're going to <laughs> we're changing it up here to as opposed to per games to season totals. Over under five players had at least five hundred and eighty assists total last season. Five hundred and eighty assists. So let me just uh whip out the calculator real quick. I want to figure out what that is per game if I if I did seven uh, sixty five games. I'm doing gut reaction under. Yeah, I'm gonna go under on that one. Four players did it. I can actually pull up that stat real quick here and tell you. What about nine assists a game? So 
So it's probably Jokic. It's probably Donkic. It's probably it's... who else nearly averaged a triple double. Well, I have the names if you want. Them, sure. But you can keep guessing. Tyrese Halliburton, Makes James sense. Harden, Nikola Jokic, and the league leader in assists, Trey Young. Oh, Donkic didn't make the list. Interesting. Trey Young had about 70 more than Jokic did. Interesting. He's the only one who was over 700. Did he play more games? Probably. Did he play more games? I can tell you. Uh, yeah, he played uh, four more games. Four more games. James so, Harden and Tyrese, by the way, uh, they did this with less than 60 games played. Yeah, Tyrese, uh, Tyrese missed a lot of time, which is why I'm surprised he made the list, especially over Donkic. Because I think Donkic almost averaged a triple-double last year, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Harden missed a month. Yeah. Over, under, eight players made 60% of their field goals over the course of the entire season. 60% of their field goals, eight players. Uh, so you got, like, your Gobert, got Jokic, Capella. I'm going to go over. Under. The answer is eight. So it's no, 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 no. The answer is ten. Eight was the question. The answer is ten. It's a push in this made up game. No no one guessed. Unfortunately, no one picked push, and therefore everybody loses. So ten. Yeah, that makes sense. Over under ten players had at least one hundred steals last year. Uh, Don't. Think so? I mean, that's a lot of steals. I'm going oh, 100. St- Sorry, you say 100 steals? 100 steals. Sorry, I thought 1,000 for some reason. I go. <laughs> I go. Uh, uh, OG led the league with two, uh, two, just under two steals a game. I'm gonna have to go under. The answer is 12. Oh, it was over. Color me surprised. And OG did have more so, steals by two than second place to Anthony Mountain. Yeah. And Anthony Edwards, your guy, he was right on their tail. Yeah. And Jaden McDaniels, I'd imagine, was there too. And, uh, uh, yeah. Fred Van Fleet should have been pretty close to the top, but he was in, he had some injury trouble. But I think he, uh, he was like fifth. He qualified. And, he's on he, the list. He's fifth in like steals per game, I think. Uh, so I got two more. Yep. Over under 14 players had at least 220 offensive rebounds. Four players, 220? I'll go over. Under. Uh, 13 players, so under. And the last one, over under four players made at least 300 three-point shots. Yeah, over. Yeah, over. Buddy Hill probably has 70,000. Only one player in the league qualified and made 300 threes. Mm. That was Clay Thompson. Interesting. He had 301. I thought you said attempted three, uh, 300 oh, shots. No, made, that was, my, that was my mistake. That was just the chuckers. And Steph Curry, uh, he, 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 he qualified for this one, but he was only at 273. Buddy Hill was second with 288. Yeah. That's, that's the end of my I think, list there. I think if you look at Buddy Hill's, uh, uh, like, uh, Basketball attempts? reference. His attempts is something like almost nine a game. Well, I, I can say. tell you real quick because I still got it pulled up. Buddy Hield assisted six seventy seven. So let's look at per game here. What he was looking at. Three point. Uh, Buddy Hield assi- attempted eight and a half. Yeah, just about nine a game. 
it's insane. <laughs> that's nasty. Yeah, like if you imagine, like like that's gonna be like ten percent of your possessions in a game are gonna be buddy healed three pointers. That's a that's a nuts stat. <laughs> Not your buddy. Do you remember when? It, it lives forever. It rises from the ashes once it well, dies. Well, it doesn't live so... forever. It just yeah. keeps getting reborn. Yeah. Well, it also it keeps clearly has a very painful moment where it bursts into flames and is burnt into ashes. How, how do you now? How do you know it's painful? Have you ever burned into flames? flames? Like I've I've definitely burned myself before. I can I can. But you haven't burst into flames. Experience. If it was my entire body as I turned into ash, I would imagine it would not be any more enjoyable. I think it would be instantaneous. <laughs> I don't think it would hurt at all. I think it's just a snap of the fingers. Oh, hey, I'm frozen I mean, from the ash. I, like, I feel like, you know, this is a great opportunity for our first science experiment. And that's exactly what the suns are going to do this year. They're going to rise from the ash. <laughs> They're going to burst into flames. <laughs> and hopefully they get reborn with a 20-year-old Chris Paul. Trade this motherfucker. Get him off my team. <laughs> You're listening to the Fool Court Press Podcast. All right, we're back and better than ever. Thank you for listening to Fool Court Press Podcast. We're moving on to Too Hot to Fooly. Buddy, uh, uh, Baldy and Sandy, take it away. I got to tell you, me and Baldy, we discussed in the private channels here. We're standing with the SAG Actors Guild and we're on strike when it comes to watching any and all TV, so got nothing for you. Pay the actors. And while you're at it, don't pay the whales. You're muted, Baldy. Baldy. Baldy, you're muted. Motherfuck. Anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm with that. Although I am going to come off a strike uh, when FY Island Season 3 comes out in October. I thought it got canceled. You know what? No, no, no. It's going to be on the CW now. Oh, the which CW. Which I think HBO or Max or whatever the fuck owns the CW. So I think it's still going to be on. I don't know. I don't, I'll figure it out in October. It's not going to be on Netflix? FYI? Yeah. It was on no, HBO no. Max yeah. before it. Oh. You were you very sad when, it got, uh, when they axed it. So Yeah. October 12th, gonna... come back. I don't know. I'll I'll find a way to watch that. I don't know. Well, the the CW app is free, so yeah. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Imagine having things for free in society. Pay the actors, but also don't pay the whales. <laughs> All right, and it's hard to be a mom out there in this way. Uh, yeah. Well, only if you're a single especially mom. Especially if you're a teacher. Do- dog eat dog world. Yeah. Just dogs out here just eating everything, including other dogs. What's up, dog? All right. Duke, want to discuss the TikTok trend? Oh, man. All right. What happened to that guy? Baldy, you have a soccer second? Uh, Yeah. And? I'll let you know. Chelsea drew today, which is, I don't know, kind of like a win. I want to give my my prediction for the three relegation teams: uh, Wolves, Lutton, and Sheffield United. All going down. Uh, this no, year. not Lutton. Lutton yep. We're the Lutton pod. Yeah. Did you I mean, see that? Uh, 
We're Neymar is apparently getting signed by Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I heard there's like talks going on there. Uh, but again, I don't know anything about transfer season. It's all rumors till they hold up the jersey. <laughs> yep. Uh, so uh, you think Wolves is going to get relegated? Did they yeah, have a that's bad more like wishful uh, thinking type deal? Did they have a bad off season or something? No. No. I don't know. I just, I just kind of hope they do. What are your uh, women's World Cup predictions? Uh, Spain. Spain. Spain looks mean. <laughs> like, I can't believe Japan got knocked out. They were my pick. Yeah. Uh, I think especially after it? they whooped up on Spain. Twelve. <laughs> Shit. These these games being on. like at three a.m. are really fucking me up. I'm like figuring out like what day these games are. Do they do what uh, other sports leagues do, where they say, "Hey, here's where the game kicks off," and then they talk about pregame for like an hour or two, and then they finally start the game? No, no they're actually they, they, they're they pretty good off. about it. Yeah, they need to do better. We need more pregame analysis. Yeah, so Spain and Sweden. Tuesday, 4 a.m. So Terrible tomorrow take. night. It's the worst, the worst take in the history of takes. We need more preamble and less sports. Less. That's Although, right. Australia. Talking heads like Colin Cowherd and Nick Wright. Australia going to the so semifinals is kind of fun. Yeah, that cool. is really that is yeah. really interesting. Um, you know, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see who ends up winning it all. Uh, you've been uh, you've been th- enthralled by the the Messi uh, League Cup uh, uh, competition. I meant to check on that the other day. Like I looked at it the other day. I was like, oh, like Messi scored again. Um, it'd be cool if they win the League Cup, all the like meaningless cup, whatever. Um, I think it's gonna get great for like uh, you know just growing the game and whatnot. Uh, you sound very enthralled by it, to be honest. Yeah, they I mean, undefeated with Messi. I, I can't, man. Yeah, I think they're undefeated. Like, I think Messi just keeps scoring in the 90th yeah. minute of every game. Right, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I've I tuned mean, like, in like, some of their games, but and like it's just like the, the refing around Messi, like treating with kids' gloves is just ridiculous. Like, he'll like throw players to the ground and like they won't call anything and then i mean yeah. especially like with Concacaf, where they like they just they never <laughs> yeah. call anything right like it's just like you could go bludgeon a person with a fucking axe yeah in the middle of the field and be like okay yellow card like <laughs> so so baldy are you trying to say that mls deserves a messy bitch award bum, bum, bum. <laughs> <laughs> uh well, they're going against Philly on the 15th, so that'll be a tough one. Why? What does Philly have that... Well, like they good, have Neymar. Depth. <laughs> a team. But they don't have Messi. <laughs> That's true. You would not You would think that you like one player wouldn't be enough to win all these games, but, I mean, they just dominated uh, dominated Liga Mekis, uh, which is, like, a million times more talented than uh, than the most talented MLS team, so... <laughs> yeah no well because they brought out like a whole bunch of other people too like i don't know they just they have a yeah they brought, they they brought over team. they brought over the barcelona the 2020 uh, 2015 barcelona team yeah. is basically what's on uh miami at the moment is there any chance that this bracket is rigged i mean soccer is uh not the most up and up sports so. yeah <laughs> if there wrong. was a, if there was one where it was rigged 
<laughs> so this would be the one, especially CONCACAF. Uh, I mean, they definitely have a legacy of <laughs> corruption. If you look at the World like Cup. A corrupt and... FIFA incident the, for, like, the former president of CONCACAF the former president yeah. and vice president of CONCACAF I believe went to prison right like am I not yeah, mistaken about that so there's been a lot of corruption <laughs> not necessarily around with like match fixing um no it's it's more like the world cup stuff yeah. and like cor- like the the Just taking, taking bribes bribe for, for other stuff for that stuff and wow. like siphoning money out of like the the national programs of various countries yeah. and stuff like that so, so a bunch of Brett Favre so pretty much Although, so it'll be interesting once the uh, the season gets back underway, like towards the end of August. Uh, Inter Miami's in last place now in their their conference, and they need to make it to what ninth place to get in the playoffs. I think it's definitely doable. So that'll be fun to watch. Yeah, everybody makes the playoffs in MLS. Like I think there's yeah. like eleven teams in nine playoffs. Yeah, uh, spots. So you should be able to wild. make it. Everyone gets a participation award. Yep. <laughs> Well, uh, that'll about do it for the Fool Court Press podcast, the only podcast made by Fools for Fools. Uh, was, uh, you can follow the uh, podcast at F, uh, on Twitter at F Court Press. Topic suggestions such through uh, FCP Rundown. You can also follow us on Instagram at Fool Court Press Podcast and on TikTok F Court Press Pod. You can leave us a uh, leave us a voicemail seven two four fu fools at seven two four three eight three six six five seven. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to us this week. My name's Lufa. I'm joined by Baldy, Sandy, and not Duke. Everyone, say goodbye. Goodbye. What the hell is Twitter? It's, it's X now. It's X. And don't call me Sandy. Sandora. Yeah, that's all. All right. Let's ha- let's go out and have fun, guys. Just have fun. Also, what's wrong with the cowboy guy? Cowboys are... Uh, is he grimacing? We're like cowboys are dead, aren't they? He looks uncomfortable. Cowboys don't exist in 2043. Tell that to Texas. I've often said that. Montana. <laughs> yeah. Yellowstone would not approve. Say, say, you, say you haven't dude ranched without saying you haven't dude ranched. I haven't dude ranched. I don't even know where one goes to I, dude ranch. The, the only thing I know about dude ranch is the name of a Blink One Eighty Two album. Yeah, that, where is the nearest dude ranch? Montana. <laughs> That's gonna also vary depending on who you're talking, uh, who who's doing the geolocation. By the way, I bet you, Sandy, you've got a couple dude ranches within a, within a radius of you. They making dude ranches down there. Is a dude ranch like 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 a ranch full of guys? Like what is a dude ranch? Bro, what like there's you don't a know dude, what a dude ranchers ranch? association. Like Ah, the DRA. <laughs> it's where like different? city people go out to like live out their cowboy fantasies, like What, what do you fantasize about when you're fantasizing about being a cowboy? I, I don't You'd have to ask a, a cowboy fantasizer. Well, sometimes you just want to, you know, tie up some cattle. Yeah. And, you sometimes. know, just manipulate it in ways in which you pref- uh, prefer. Ooh.